Uh, big news, though, if you're just joining us after the top of the hour, the uh, VCAP, uh, Vulnerable Child, uh, Com- oh, man, I always have a hardest time saying that, Vulnerable, <laughs> Vulnerable Child Compassion and Protection Act. Uh, today ruled uh, that it will be enforced at least through trial next spring. This is the uh, law passed in 22 that uh, banned gender-denying care, uh, or as they call it, affirming care, to, uh, to, our, to our, those most vulnerable among us that are confused about their gender, stops puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and sex change surgeries from being administered in the state of Alabama. Good news. And so this is great. This is awesome. This is what we've been wanting for so long and and pushing for and fighting for. And it's really uh, common sense. It it makes sense. We don't want to experiment on our kids. We don't want to pump them full of hormones and all that nonsense. And so this is definitely good news there. So we can report, uh, celebrate that. Sometimes we get to share good news. Yes. And (laughs) And we love it. And there we go. Um, Glad to hear that. Yeah, we just saw that breaking and I stepped out of the studio just a moment to see if I could reach a couple of the uh, one or two or three of the folks that were intimately involved in that in that legislation. It was a three year process. Uh, to see that uh, become law, the Vulnerable Child Compassion and Protection Act. I got in on it. Well, I talked about it on the air some, but uh, I got in on it really the the, the year it passed, uh, which was in uh, 22. And so I, uh, you know, I, I I got in on it and was able to be there as it, you know, they had already made so much headway on it. I mean, my involvement didn't make or break it, but I'm just saying I got more intimately knowledgeable on the subject. And so this had been. Um, challenged in court you'll remember the biden administration went after uh eagle forum of alabama Mm. uh, because of their involvement in this and lobbying for it and also uh, one of the attorneys involved as well who didn't really draw a lot of attention to himself out of it but uh, one of the attorneys that i know very well they went after them the justice department did you'll remember it uh, they took them uh, before uh, a judge and the judge threw it out but they were asking for all their notes, their records. Honestly, I don't know how Alcap, who who I represent, didn't get involved in, wasn't included in that, except for the fact that. Uh, well, I don't know why. I don't know why they got those people and didn't didn't involve us in that. I'm glad they didn't, but uh, we were right there uh, involved in it as well. And so, uh, you know, that was a that was a sham that they were trying to do. That that was a uh, a, sh- a warning shot to other states to say, hey, don't get involved with trying to block gender uh, disaffirming care. Is it Would it be disaffirming or unaffirming? Uh, uh, you know, they want to change their gender, so would it be Gender denying, or, how's that? Yeah, gender denying care, there you go. That's good, I like that. Uh, you know, that, that was saying to other states, don't get involved in this gender denying care uh, because we'll come after you if, if you do. Because mm. Alabama, we were one of the first states, if not the first, to pass such a law that said we're not going to give our minor kids puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and do sex change surgeries on them. So uh, Shea Shelnut, Senator Shelnut, and then at, at that time, uh, Representative Wes Allen carried that bill for uh, for a couple of different years uh, trying to get it pushed through. Of course, the... Um, uh, you know, of course, 
the uh, the courts uh, got involved and uh, after it did pass and and they blocked it and said you you know you they could still give the hormones and the cross-sex uh, and the puberty blockers but mm. they couldn't do the surgeries that's mm. what they blocked but we weren't doing the surgeries in Alabama anyway yes not yet you know there's a gender uh, clinic at UAB and through the course of uh, testimonies committee hearing testimonies and all this we we pretty much got confirmation they weren't doing surgeries i think they would send them to uh, vanderbilt to do the surgeries that was sort of the common next step was to go to vanderbilt now that's not to say they wouldn't wouldn't want to do the surgeries here they just weren't doing them yet so when the judge federal judge stepped in and uh, and said oh let's let's put a hold on this uh you know the y'all can keep doing what you're doing you just can't have the surgeries basically nothing changed and that's been uh, what almost a year and a half now. It's been a while since that since that passed. So, you know, it it grinds through. It takes its time, but it finally got there. And I don't know um, if this will uh, continue to be you know uh, challenged up the court system or not. Uh, I would say this is the kind of case that could go to the Supreme Court. I hope it does. It certainly could. Uh, well, okay. Pardon me. I, I like this ruling, but if it's got to go to the Supreme Court, well, the Supreme Court could, if they got it right, would take care of this once and for all, instead of it battling that, that out in different hope. states all over the country. Yeah. Depending on um, you know what what judge it was in front of. So um, anyway, I, I'm I'm glad to hear this. I, I didn't see this coming today. I had no idea that this was about to break. Uh, you, I think it broke probably about the time we went on the air. It was real, and real. And of soon. course, we had uh, John Wall on with us. I wish I didn't. I didn't see it until after John had hung up with us. Neither did I. At the bottom of the hour, we saw it in the break. So this is literally uh, just something that just happened. And so, uh, so we're we're very good to see this. Um, uh, so the headline is: uh, We can enforce. And here's you know this is a example of that that uh, language. So many things that you just take for granted are not so longer obvious uh, that words matter and uh, and this is one of those things you know it makes it sound like this was some uh, you know draconian effort to keep kids from mutilate having their bodies permanently mutilated yeah being on permanent um, uh, you know uh, gender uh, cross-sex hormones where a young lady gets on these we, we had them at the state house testifying they get in their 20s and change their mind where their bodies if if they had the surgery their body's been permanently damaged so depraved they don't know any better but there are some in this business they know exactly what they're doing it's all about money Uh, it's no different than abortion Uh, you've got some people who are just their minds are are, like i say uh, debased or depraved and then you've got others who uh who they know what they're doing but Mm. they want the money yeah and this is a big money business Oh, you bring a kid in there, it's eight, nine, ten years old. They've got a patient for life. Yes, they is do. what they've got. And so, uh, anyway, this is huge. Uh, but, you know, the, uh, the the AL.com article talks about how this um, punishes doctors. Um, you know, how, they act like this puts doctors in bad positions and things like that. They're in no position that they ever were before. <laughs> yes. You know, it's the same as it was before. Uh, these people came along and started saying, let's do this to kids. Uh, there's ways of dealing with this. Uh, you know, I, uh, they must have their gender changed. We must affirm their gender change. That's but so it's, weird. Uh, it's gender denying 
is what it is. Gender denying. Or, okay, I'm between... Well, first off, I want to give a shout-out to my wife who sent me a screenshot of a news article alerting. So she was the first one oh, to really? let me really? know. Okay. And then I looked on AL.com and they had something. So shout-out yeah. to my wife. Yeah. You're awesome. I have a dead daughter or a live son. That that's the tactics they use. That's um that's that's manipulation. Oh, that's like, if that was in a romantic relationship. Oh, if you don't do this, I'm going to hurt myself. Yeah. That would be like emotional blackmail. Yeah, but well, that's what I guess doctors do, and it's okay. It's it's absolutely it's it's predatory, and so uh, anyway, we're glad to see this, and I know uh, fortunately we have an attorney general who I know will enforce the law when it comes to this. I don't have any doubt that he will. That's important as well. You know, that you, you know, you've got so many states now on issue that don't enforce the law. And look, we've got people in our state that don't enforce the laws either in, in a lot of cases. Uh, we've got sheriffs in this state who don't enforce the law, the gambling law. It's 10 minutes until 6. Priority Talk Radio here until 7 for you. And then find it later at our podcast, Priority Talk Radio. We put the that this is necessary, you know what I mean, or, 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 or good care. They I, haven't I, presented anything because there's not anything. I just look at the very end of the AL.com article, and I'm just – I shake my head. Uh, this is what they say. Dr. Linda Hawkins, uh, director of the Gender and Sexuality Development Clinic oh, yeah. of Philadelphia, testified that this prohibition – on puberty blockers and hormone treatment would be, quote, devastating for transgender youth. Hawkins compared a ban on the treatments to, quote, removing somebody's cancer treatment and just expecting them to be okay. Yeah. So that's the level that well, they're they comparing do that, this to. But, but this same movement wants to uh, not allow it's higher if you, you all you're doing is delaying it in other words and, and making it worse quite honestly yeah uh, no what kids need is they need instruction they need counseling they need support they need love that's what they need and that's what the church should be providing yeah and helping parents provide to their kids we've got to step in on this issue and and, and make a difference on it because right now we're not we're yes. just not name me a church who has any kind of ministry for parents or kids who are struggling with gender identity. Mm. There's not one I don't think the solution to this problem. Yes. And it's it's know God and know who who he made you and know who you are and know whose you are. Yes. That's the answer. Oh yeah. And we had this discussion very well last week with Katie J McCoy. If you missed that conversation with Katie, I've had quite a few people message me and say, "Hey, that was really good." Uh, go back and listen. It's at our podcast, Katie J. McCoy, last week, To Be a Woman. Uh, but it's a broad topic of, uh, of, of gender confusion and identification and transgenderism. And, you know, and she, the stats she quotes is that, are that girls are much more likely to be victims of this than boys. Oh, yeah. So it's, 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 a, uh, it's an attack on womanhood. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's a social contagion element to this. And I think one, one thing that, we can overlook on this issue. Um, all those things are true. I think something we also need is time because studies have shown yeah. that those who go through gender dysphoria or they have it or maybe they wouldn't phrase it as dysphoria, but they might Confusion. just be uncomfortable or confused about who they are. 
you give these kids and these teens time and eventually they settle in. But what happens is with the leftist movement, they go into a gender clinic and they just mention that they're uncomfortable and then they move quickly through to yeah. surgeries and hormones oh, yeah. and all well, that. They lay out a plan. And it's quick. It's like a meeting or two. And then all these things sometimes are irreversible. Yeah. And so I think one thing that's underrated is give these kids uh, time, uh, support and love and care, but also time and things tend to get better. Yeah. Well, and they, they call that, you know, the counseling conversion therapy. And we're not trying to convert anybody. We're trying to no. help them uh, uh, embrace who they are, but they, they and do, understand who they are. Absolutely, they use the word conversion. They convert. It evokes the old methods. It does. Is some of the horrible things that were done, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, this is what you Christians or you on the right are trying to do." It's like, no, we're not. It's it's nothing like that. Yeah. Well, it's good news. So for now. Kids in Alabama won't be subject to this. Now, can they go out of the state? Yeah. But at least it won't be happening here for now. And uh, it looks like there's trial or a court next April. Is that what you – are you reading that in there? I thought I saw that. Uh, That's why I say I want to get somebody who's uh, on the inside on this, not just reading the news article, but actually involved in it on with us. Okay, it's uh, top of the hour. Oh, i got to get you guys in on the text line, Uh, 205-941-1011. Text the letters PTR. We've got something special coming for all of you on the text line real soon. Join that text line. I think you'll be glad you did. 205-941-1011, the letters PTR, and hit send. A trial is scheduled for April 2nd. Okay. So next year, next spring. Yeah. Right during the legislative session. So that'll be interesting to see how that comes down. Uh, This could wind up all the way to the Supreme Court. Very well could. All right, we'll be back, top of the hour, here until 7. It's Priority Talk Radio, 101 WXJC. And we're back in for hour number two, Priority Talk Radio. Going to be my final segment with you. Uh, Nate's going to man out here until 7 o'clock tonight with a good conversation. Um, We'll tell you more about that in just a minute. I've been texting here along the way some of the, the sponsors of the bill that passed in 22 uh, they're i mean the words circulating among them as well so i was uh wanting to uh maybe get one of them on to talk about it but i think quite honestly they're just kind of getting their head wrapped around it they're, reading, they're processing they're processing us. and looking to see what's out there as well so uh i think by tomorrow we'll probably uh, be able to maybe have one of them on to give a little bit more of an insight or maybe uh, maybe one of the attorneys that were involved in writing the legislation uh, you know, after they're able to really look at the uh, uh, the court's ruling and, and kind of find out, you know, what were the uh, points of it. But um, but basically, um, just saying that um, they haven't presented any authority that supports the existence of a constitutional right to treat one's children with transitioning medications subject to medically accepted standards, and they're just not there. That that's not a constitutional right. Uh, just like abortion was never a constitutional right. It was just made up. So that's breaking news, and we're glad to hear it, at least at least temporarily. And I do believe it will uh, – uh, I hope it will hold up in trial. I, I, I had every reason to think it will. It's solid. It's right. And so uh, it should hold up. And, look, it, this, this case or another one likely, I think, to go to the Supreme Court. Um, 
Maybe like not. Maybe not if you have a change of presidency. Maybe not. Hmm. Because um, I don't think the, the if you had a Republican president, I don't think that they would use the DOJ to press it up the line. So, um, but what if uh, what if we would want that for like a yeah. once and for all ruling? Well, that's true. That's true. They 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 may very well be right. While we have the one part of the government that's fairly conservative, yeah. I guess we have the House at the moment, but barely, well, kind of, kind of, but. While we have the Supreme Court, partly my thinking is let's use it while we have it, you yeah, know? Maybe so. Maybe so. But Alabama's certainly been out on the lead on this. And, uh, again, uh, Senator Shea Shelna and then State Representative Wes Allen from down in Troy, who's now Secretary of State, uh, two men that really are to be commended uh, for the three years of work they put in trying to get that law passed. And and that was during COVID. And so it was it was weird, funny times, okay? So... Uh, I, I think it could have got done quicker if it wasn't for COVID, but it did take three years, and it just goes to show you sometimes it takes a couple of legislative sessions to get even a no-brainer law passed. Mm. Uh, it really does. It's just a slow process, and that's, that's good. That, 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 there's nothing wrong with that. We should be yeah. deliberative about the things that we do. I mean, every now and then there's things that are too far beyond the pale, but uh, it's complicated. Uh, the other side puts up a hard fight and they've got attorneys and uh you know they they twist things and turn things and there's a warped view there and so um you know you got to do it and you got to get it right sometimes if you wham bam slam you you miss something you don't dot an i across a t and then then you are in trouble when it goes to the courts so it's better to be deliberative and get it right and get everybody on board and that's what happened with this all right we did visit with uh alabama uh, I'm going to say it right. Chairman of the <laughs> Alabama Republican Party, John Wall. He joined us uh, last hour for about 15 minutes. He was live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where he is there for uh, Republican meetings. And the uh, debate is Wednesday night, the Republican first Republican presidential debate, Wednesday night. And uh, he's there for that. And he joined us to talk about the uh, library situation, or as some people say, library. Library. Uh, but I say library. Y'all, y'all know people say library? Uh, it's pretty common. I, I used to. Yeah, and library. I just, growing up, I call it library. Yeah, there's an R in there, the library. And uh, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying some people say library. Uh, but there's an R in there. And uh, we broke that down from a local level to a national level and kind of who are the players and how does this work, how do they relate, all these issues. All right, before we go to break, uh, Nate has uh, got an interview coming up. When we come back, I'm going to let him have it. Chuck and Ashley Elliott are with us. I used to be. Uh, tell us about it. What, what's the topic of the conversation going to be? Definitely. It's uh, how to navigate large and small losses in life and find your path forward. That is a part of the book. So as we all know, grief is a part of life, traumas and tragedies. But how do we handle that? Do we let it define us? How, how do we heal? How do we move forward? And so I can't wait to welcome Chuck and Ashley onto the show. We'll talk about it. And I think it's going to be a good conversation. Absolutely. Wonderful. Good to hear. I've gotten uh, return text messages from uh, Wes Allen and Shay Shellnut uh, just here nice. in the last few minutes. And they're both excited about it. Uh, one of them said, big win. And it is. It is. And uh, I, I, I'm happy for them because uh, you take a lot of... Uh, you take a lot of hits on it, 
All righty. Um, let's take this break. Come back on the other side. Nate will be with you, and uh, Nate will uh, take you for the rest of the uh, of the evening all the way, and uh, that'll be uh, fantastic. You'll look forward to that. And uh, we've got a good week of shows coming at you. Now, I'll be out Thursday. I said last hour I'll be out Thursday. Pastor Paul Brazier will be here. I'm going to be in Pickens County Thursday evening speaking to a group of pastors, ministers, and looking forward to being with them there in Carrollton, Alabama. And uh, had a good Sunday at First Baptist Florence yesterday. Enjoyed that. Got to update First Baptist Florence on Al Cap's work. And uh, excited about that. And be at First Baptist Oak Grove preaching in their revival services this upcoming Sunday. So just track him with me a little bit. All righty, Priority Talk Radio right here on Truth 101.1 WXJC. Nate will be right back with you. 